And today we're bringing you a very exciting episode. I just, okay, when I was preparing for this with you, it just blows my mind, you guys, and I'm sure you're going to learn so many new things. Uh, so yeah, the episode is on beginnings of metalcore and where it all started. So to begin with, I suggest we define metalcore. Just in simple words, what is metalcore? Okay, there's, I've tried to dumb it down to like the simplest version. And for me, metalcore is extreme metal plus hardcore punk. And that's it. Cool. I think you can go a little deeper. You can say extreme metal plus hardcore punk plus odd time signatures mm. and odd kind of, you know, things yeah. like that. But overall, that's the defining thing for metalcore. Okay, so let's go and talk about extreme metal first, so the first component of it. So the beginnings of extreme metal kind of come in the early 80s. You've got two prominent bands, the British band Venom and the Danish band Merciful Fate. And what extreme metal is, is it's kind of combining everything <laughs> in metal. So you've got thrash plus speed plus death plus black, plus doom metal. See, I'd never say, oh, this is my favourite extreme metal band. Right. I think you could define an album as being extreme metal if it has elements and components of all of those that I said. Uh, and the best examples, Venom's first two albums, uh, you've got Welcome to Hell 1981, Black Metal 1982, and Merciful Fate's Melissa from 1983. Listen to those three albums and you're going to hear components of everything. Mm -hmm. You're going to hear thrash, you're going to hear traditional metal, you're going to hear doom metal. I mean, the, the second Venom album, Black Metal, was so good and so defining that they named a genre after it. Black metal. Oh, wicked. Really? Yeah. Is this where that began? Okay, that is, interesting. Yeah. So that's where extreme metal comes from. Bands like Venom and Merciful Fate who combined all those opponents, components, even though thrash hadn't really happened yet, they were still displaying yeah. early tendencies of it. Okay. And extreme metal is all of those things together in one pot. So let's now bring hardcore punk into it. When did that all start? So punk has been going on for a number of years before. I mean, I think I've really done a lot of research into punk, but I'm pretty sure it's the 70s the punk got going. You know, you've got bands like Sex Pistols, The Ramones. Um, punk, I think when you think of punk, you think of not very much musical talent, and that's not a slight on the bands because punk did start from that. It was bad. people who couldn't play the more technical music that just got a bass, started slamming the strings. So I think when you think of punk, you think aggressive, political, raw production, not very talented in that sense. Again, no offence, just that's what you think. Well, what do you think of when you think of punk? I just think messy. Yeah, it's kind of this all over the place. Yeah. yeah, it's all over the place. So, so hardcore punk, that just, that sounds even messier to me, you know? Well, it's kind of more extreme in all of those senses. Mm. You've got more aggressive, they're playing faster, they're probably shouting heavier and screaming. You know, you do have some sort of singing in punk, whereas I think... Hardcore punk, it's almost definitely shouting and verging on screaming. Um, so that's where hardcore punk fits into it. Now, the interesting thing is that as genres, punk and metal stayed separate. They didn't, there were two separate entities. You'd have punk bands in the punk scene and you'd have the metal bands in the metal scenes. However, when hardcore punk came about, you had the, the, the joining of these two 
kind of entities. You had hardcore punk bands that were taking influence from heavy metal, like Black Sabbath. Right. So two bands that I, I saw were Black Flag, Bad Brains, uh, and Discharge as well. They're taking their hardcore punk music and adding heavy metal elements into it. Okay, so that's really, really interesting. And that really sort of puts things into perspective. And this is what... Can I add one more thing? Yeah, go on. Although the bands were separate, although metal and punk were separate, sometimes throughout the 80s, you'd find hardcore punk bands like... Uh, corrosion of conformity, suicidal tendencies, they would support and be on the same shows as bands like Metallica and Slayer. So you still kind of, yes, they're both together on one gig, but you just need to know that punk and metal are separate scenes and separate entities. Yeah, that, that's really interesting, though. This is how subgenres appear. Yeah. Because these bands, I don't know, supported each other or whatever, you know, they, they appeared on yeah. the same gig. And this is... This is how it starts, yeah. I think. And actually, there's a really important album, uh, 1986. Uh, it's the band's called Agnostic Front, and the album is um, Cause for Alarm. Now, this is really interesting because they are a hardcore punk band. But if you listen to this album, you can quite clearly hear thrash metal influences and maybe mm. extreme metal as well. And this is 1986, bear in mind. So Metallica have just Metallica, got yeah. going, mm -hmm. Slayer have released Rain in Blood, yet you've got this hardcore punk band who ultimately, I think it is hardcore punk, the music, but you've got punky vocals, punky production and attitude, but heavy metal guitars, if you like. Okay, so let's now move to the 90s. Yeah, so in the 90s, you had a lot more music coming out like Agnostic Front. You'd have these bands forming that were now going to be called, I mean, I don't know actually when the phrase was, was first coined, but we can look at them now as the first metalcore bands because, you know, metalcore, extreme metal plus hardcore, metalcore. You had these first bands emerging. You've got bands like Converge, uh, Earth Crisis, Integrity, Judge, Shai Hulud, um, and that's where the beginnings of these bands and this, yeah. this new subgenre started emerging. So let's talk about specific albums slash songs. I think what we're going to do, guys, we're going to leave a few songs in the description for you to listen to. Okay, yeah. so you have a reference, but feel free to check out albums also, of course. Now, um, the first album I listened to uh, for this episode was the 1995's uh, Earth Crisis album called Destroy the Machines. And you told me that this is supposedly the first metalcore album. Could you explain that? Yeah, I think the first, I think the other one is a year later from Earth Crisis called Gamora's Season Ends. And the thing that I find interesting about it, and I have mm -hmm. seen numerous historians, musicologists and critics identify these as the first metalcore albums. And I think I'd agree with that because when I listen to it, it's not punk and it's not metal, in my opinion. Yeah. It's a mixture of both. And I can see why someone would think it's metal. You said to me you thought it sounded a lot like Sepultura, which it does. I literally thought I wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Yeah, and it does uh, sound yeah. like Sepultura. You know, you've got to think there's... There's not one defining moment that click starts this subgenre. You know, people take yeah. influences. And I think Earth Crisis did take influence from Sepultura. But I'm hearing hardcore punk vocals. And yeah. in most modern music in Western society, the vocals are most important. I know as metalheads, we probably don't think that because we love guitar mm -hmm. solos and riffs. 
But if you're thinking about the, the main focal point of the album and the songs, it is the vocals. And for me, those vocals, pretty heavy, but they're hardcore punk. Yeah, and this is the characteristic yeah. of metalcore that we talked about. Early so, metalcore, for sure. Yeah, early yeah. metalcore. So uh, the next album uh, that I actually really enjoyed uh, was 1996, Vision of Disorder. Vision of Disorder. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think even from the first moment, the first song element, you can hear. It's just literally the first riff. It sounds grungy. Yeah. And this is what I think is important about discerning it from extreme metal. Because if you listen to Merciful Fate and Venom, you're going to hear, and there will be no question, that there is, that, they, that is metal. Black metal, extreme metal, death metal, whatever you want to call it. But I love here that the first riff of the first song on the album could come from Soundgarden. It could yeah. come from Nirvana. And this is what I think is important about metalcore. Now, metalcore nowadays, don't worry, we'll get to modern metalcore in another episode yeah. uh, a while from now. Definitely. But an important feature of metalcore is melodies. Yeah. Because although metalcore music can be heavy, I think it needs melodies. Yeah, and I think what's important to say also is that uh, we're not saying that if you listen to a Vision of Disorder album, you'll hear Nirvana. You won't. It, it's about, you know, if you strip some elements, some heaviness, you know, mm. if you strip it, you will hear grunge. Like, this is this is what, you know, we mean really. Well, right? grunge began in 1991 and it yeah. kicked, it, it took over from glam metal as being the focus, the focal point in sort of hard rock music in America. So without a doubt, bands like Earth Crisis and Vision of Disorder are going to take from yeah. what's popular. Of course, of course. Because it's just naturally there, you're always hearing it. Yeah, so, uh, and another thing I want to add about Vision of Disorder is, to me, this sounds a lot like today's metalcore, so modern metalcore. Yeah, I think certainly some elements of it in the, in the first few songs of that album, you can hear little choruses that sound like it, you can hear some sort of cleaner vocals. Um, but you know, for me, the one that sounds most like modern metalcore is uh, Shai Hulud's first album, Hearts yeah. Once Nourished with a Hope and Compassion from 1997. Straight away, I think there's such a gulf between Earth Crisis and Shai Hulud. What we're saying is that Earth Crisis, you can hear how these two genres have come together to create a new subgenre. Mm -hmm. But what I'm hearing in the, the parts you said of A Vision of Disorder yeah. and Shai Hulud is them evolving this new subgenre. And if yeah. you listen to the first few songs of Shai Hulud, we'll, we'll put them, we'll put the link we'll there, right? Yeah. It's just so modern metalcore. The production's not as good, obviously, but you hear melodic guitars going on behind the riffs. You hear choruses with expanded chords played on the guitar. Mm. If you listen to Earth Crisis, the guitars are not doing much except playing riffs alongside the bass. Whereas on the Shai Hulud stuff, they're expanding their chords. They're playing chords over a chorus, which I'd say is most is, is more like today's metalcore. Yeah, and I think it's just generally much more melodic. Yeah. That's yeah. where this is what really sort of caught me. I was like, yeah, that, that yeah. sounds a lot like today's metalcore. And the, the other album to mention of these early metalcore albums would be Hatebreed's Satisfaction is the Death of Desire from 97 as well. <laughs> Hatebreed are an interesting one because they're actually one, they're, they're one of these bands that have kept going in the metalcore scene. They're you mean from the early metalcore scene? From the first few bands. They were one of the first few bands and they're still a kind of really? metalcore band now. Yeah, the other bands, I mean, Earth Crisis, I don't think they're doing much anymore. Vision of Disorder and Coalesce, 
Listen, my point is, is that you think of Metalcore now and you think Trivium, you think Killswitch Engage, you think Unearth, you think those kind of bands. And I'm not really hearing Coalesce be mentioned or Earth Crisis. However, I still hearing Haybreed. Um, I think yeah. it's cool that they're this one band that have just sort of been there at the beginning and kind of moved on with the subgenre as it's gone on. So thanks for joining us for this um, very early beginnings of Metalcore. I mean, we've said it plenty of times and we're aware that we are not saying that this is what Metalcore is by definition now. You know, we know what Metalcore is now. We said it earlier, your Triviums, your kill switches, early Avenged Sevenfold. They're your Metalcore by today's yeah. modern standards. But what's interesting and fascinating is how we got there. And I hope that you found it interesting um, seeing the uh, the heritage and the genealogy of Metalcore. Honestly, I found it so interesting. Do you remember? It's like, cool, isn't it? It is. And even this morning, we were just like listening to it again and talking about it. And I just think it is so amazing to study these things. I think what's interesting as well is that I don't, I, I'm not a fan of punk really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A, a branch of punk has been hugely influential in creating a sub-genre that's one of my favourites. So thank you, yeah. punk. Yeah, there <laughs> you go. That, yeah. There you go. See, this is why it, it's so important. So just dissect and look into it. So yeah, thank you so much for being here with us today. Please don't forget to like this video. It means the world to us. Uh, don't forget to leave the comment below as well. Uh, please share your thoughts. Tell us your favourite metalcore bands. Yeah, tell us. Tell, I'm interested to know when you guys first heard the term metalcore. You know, mm -hmm. if you were there in the mid-90s and part of the punk or the metal scene, when did you first hear that, 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 that phrase? Because I'm quite interested to know when it came about. Don't forget, we've got a dedicated podcast as well. So if you don't have time to sit and watch the videos, you can listen to them on your commute to work or uh, any other time during the day. So thanks for joining. Have a metal day. Have a lovely day. We will see you very soon.